now rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boyd, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends with the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping out the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bits. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Now let's get it on the road. Hey. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. And thank you for listening. SocialSuplex.com. BWB, what's up? Welcome to One Nation Radio. It is February 10th, 2016. James, what's going on, man? You feeling better? Yeah, man, um, a little bit better. Uh, we, we getting there. All right, yeah. It we, ain't all the way quiet, but we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we're, we're, we're working on it. Uh, yeah, we were off last week and, and the week before that, uh, too. Week before that too. Um, but we're back. Uh, but one person that is not back, uh, Daniel Bryan, has announced <laughs> his retirement from WWE and pretty much pro wrestling altogether. Um, obviously, this was a huge deal. Um, you you might have to lead me through this one, James. <laughs> okay, so. Did- Knowing how he is, he's probably gone, but like there was still opportunity there in place for like a Commissioner Michaels type of situation. Yeah, but he he would still like just overrun everything they're trying to do. Like I mean it I mean, wouldn't you welcome that as a nice change of pace compared to the authority? I would, but you know, for all we know, Vince likes this shit. Well, I- from what we've heard, apparently the network wants oh, them okay, around yeah. so much. Wants uh, Triple H just to open the show constantly, or not open the show, but being around. Mm-hmm. So that's why the authority has been around for so long. But it would be nice for you know if there was ever uh, a dissolvement of that particular chapter, and then they may like, well, who's going to take place? And like, oh, we got Commissioner Brian, and he's walking around. Yes, you know, yes, Chan and everything. And the yes, Chan. Yeah, that, that would be cool. Eventually, you know, he, he still has the beard, but the shape, but the, you know, the, the haircut. So yes, he, and he when actually he puts looks the like hair. he actually looks like you know a, a productive person in society now. <laughs> I was sad when he cut his hair. Like, but when I first saw, it, then I found out why, of course, and you know, nothing wrong with that. But when I saw that, I was like. This man cut his hair. Something bad's about to happen. Something really? You really thought something I, bad I, I happened? I thought when he something was hair? like it was like it just you know it just felt weird. Like I personally, I was like I don't like this. Like I don't you know. But then um, he announced his retirement, and it was it went to about eleven twenty four. He was out there about thirty five minutes, uh, stirring the crowd up uh, in Seattle. It was one of the most moving uh, pieces of television in WWE I've watched in a long time. Um, Anybody complain about it going too long? Nah. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think so. People complain about The Rock going on too long, even though it was entertaining. Oh, I didn't hear that. Uh, I didn't watch that week, so I don't know. Yeah, people were complaining about The Rock. Well, um... Yeah, so Daniel Bryan, like, his career is over. Um, he's obviously an indie legend, 
He's a legend, period. He's a legend. Yeah, I wasn't getting to that. Like, he's a legend, period. I'm sure he'll be a first ballot WWE Hall of Famer. Whatever yeah, he'll be, headlining, he'll be headlining this this class. Yeah, if I would th- I would just put him in this year. Like, since you got that 100,000, you know, bring his ass out there. Like, who else has been named already? Sting. Damn. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, it's Daniel Bryan. Like, they, 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 <laughs> might have to, they might have to, like... Like Sting, you make gonna it, open the show? Make it next year, no, nah, because it's it's because you know how they love to to make it like it's actual stretch it out like it's actual card, yeah. So next year, oh, well, they did Macho right. Man and Kevin Nash, you know. Macho Macho Man's way up here. Kevin Nash is sort of up there. <sighs> I don't know. They they could do it. Sting's already way up there. Like if you put Sting out there, is I mean, it's another thing. Makes hard is they're both alive. So yeah, yeah. Um. So um. I had to recalibrate, like, Brian's sudden retirement had me recalibrating my top ten wrestlers of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you feel comfortable with, with sharing what, uh, if Daniel Bryan, like, if he, where where does he rank on your all-time list and some of your favorite matches and Daniel Bryan's in my top ten. And I'll jump in. He's in my top ten. I haven't, I haven't sat down and thought about it. I mean, the first podcast we ever did, uh, we set, we did that, and we, you know, I had dad, I had a top ten and an honorable mention of, that was about, um, maybe it was honorable mention, maybe it was an honorable mention that really made it like a top twenty. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, Daniel Bryan at this point in time, even two years ago, I, I, I had thought about, it, I was like, yeah, he's in my top ten. I, I don't know if I would, um, have, he's not in my top five necessarily, but yeah, he's in there. But then and now after this Hulk Hogan thing, I'm out there. Yeah, yeah. Like, so maybe I, I, he is. In, recal- maybe he is in the top five. Maybe yeah. he is. But like, I had to recalibrate um, that as well. I would. I would say the top off the top of my head. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put in my mind over. I have a tie personally between Undertaker and Shawn Michaels at, as one A one B. The third person would be Sting, um, and then after that, you probably get like. Austin Hart, uh, Austin Hart Rock, and then probably Daniel Bryan comes into play around there. Um, I, so yeah, I like I don't know if I'm being a prisoner of a moment or if it just like I've never been so invested in a rise of a story like of the the SummerSlam 2013 uh, to WrestleMania 30. His the is thing that is, it was just. His ascension is so um, throwback to the stuff that we watch as kids, where you see um, Austin comes in as the ring as the ringmaster and then drops that shit, and then all of a sudden he's um, <clears throat> you know, Austin three sixteen and Brett and stuff with Bret Hart, and then like the. Uh, the, the home invasion thing and then like it's just awesome teaming up with do love yeah, breaking the, his neck yeah and then it's a bill it's a constant it was a constant build upward like you can more than any other guy like in the last five years you can look at it at a guy's career like okay he came up with um he like from from the time he came back so like he got fired from choking out Roberts with the tie yep. and then he's the, the the guest member on um the SummerSlam Survivor Series match right yeah. Like from there to WrestleMania 30, you can look at like the trajectory. Like he com- he comes in and he's steady, he's steadily rising for two years mm-hmm. or th- for three years, and we've never had a guy like that. Like we're just and it was all organic where they put him any any situation put before him, it worked out. They made him a heel, it worked. 
Uh, they made him um, a comedy act with Kane and a tag team. Carrying segments, Team Hell No. Like yeah. for my money, they're right up there with the Rock and Sock Connection. Like as far as entertainment value, and like I, they're they're this era's Rock and Sock Connection. Like you think of tag, you think of the tag team um, era since we started back watching 2011. Mm-hmm. And really, I mean, other than New Day, The Shield, Team Hell No. Usos, um, the Usos, and depending on how you feel about the Awesome Truth, there's really no other tag teams worth talk, worth even discussing. Yeah. Um, and then like, I never really bought the uh, the underdog thing that they tried to um, you know perpetrate. It was more it was an underdog in a meta sense where we never thought he would get that high, but we always knew Daniel Bryan was the best, like or close to it. Yeah. And it was just like. I don't know. It was an odd play that they did, but like that that story, I've, I've never felt so captivated by by something like literally. Daniel Bryan's the reason. Like the the beginning of that story was the reason I got into wrestling journalism. Uh, around Summer Slam 2013, everyone was so outraged at the time, and I just felt like we were on the verge of something great, and I just wanted to like start trying to express that. And my first column, it was like, "Is Daniel Bryan's slow build best for business?" And mm-hmm. then, you know, I took it from there and then I was able, you know, to along with that, to with this podcast to meet a lot of great people like off of that and uh, just really enjoy being a wrestling fan like since then. And that story, like it pushed him up. Like, I'll just go through the whole list. Um, number 10, I had to recalibrate for to uh, take account for this guy, Brock Lesnar. Um, number nine, John Cena. Uh, number eight, Sam Punk. Uh, seven, Chris Jericho, who's tumbled a little bit. Uh, six, Ric Flair. Uh, five, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Four, The Rock. Three, Daniel Bryan. Two, Bret Hart. One, Shawn Michaels. Um, now, no Triple H, no Undertaker. Take issue with me. That's another day. But I mean, it's a personal favorite. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's always the thing people like, ask you, what's your favorite? And then you give you your list. And you're like, well, what about? It's like, well, it's my favorite, bro. It's not an all-time list to where you, you know, you actually critique or whatever. I'm like, I'm not. I'm talking about my personal favorite. Like, you know, some people don't like chocolate. I think those people are, are, you know, communist. Communist, but still, like, that's this is what we're talking about. We're talking about me right now. You know, worry about yourself. Yeah, and it it was just so sad. Like the like everything just the 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 build. Everything just worked. I've never seen. the fans just push a guy and say, no, we don't, we don't care that you don't want him to be the champion. We don't care that you don't want to give him the spotlight. We don't care that you're going to whoop his ass every week and leave him laying. Um, remember those authority beatdowns. It was like seven weeks in a row. Like, well, you got to keep in mind, a lot of those beatdowns were Brian's call, actually. Yeah. Now, we found out about that after the fact. But Look, we yeah. didn't know that. Like, yeah, we yeah, thought we everybody was trying to fact, kill that yeah. man. Like. And, you know, if you just look at all these guys that he's put on, like, he put on Bray Wyatt, pretty much. Um, he, Not for that. We, I mean, Jesus. You know, he made Roman Reigns, pretty much. He gave yeah. Roman Reigns his, his first, like, the match with Orton was, was cool, but he gave Roman Reigns pretty much his first great match in WWE. Yeah. Um, you know. Singles match, yeah. You know, the... The match with Cena, like I think, if you look at uh, the thing, the where Cena turned a corner late in his career, it wasn't off of wrestling of The Rock. 
or anything. It was off wrestling two guys. It was wrestling CM Punk and then Daniel Bryan, and then pretty much, you know, he's been the only out the only then. like disaster or sorry like misstep with like Cena in the last few years. The fact that like he never fought Bryan again. He only yep. fought him one time, and that's it. Like you know, most people think the best match of WrestleMania or sorry SummerSlam 2013 is. Is um Punk Brock versus yeah Brock versus Punk and I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree. My you ask me what my favorite is is that match because mm-hmm. like that dude wasn't supposed to make it this far. That yeah. dude wasn't supposed to win. Like he's like he like that man's entire career is the ultimate like DJ Khaled. They don't want you to win. Yeah, so we gonna win more. <laughs> like um, we you know you you're you're too small. You're you you know you're you know we can't see your abs. Um, you have a re- you have Facial hair. It's ridiculous. Your, your hair is gruffy. You like you just woke up out of bed. You're and just a bad and promo. Brush, when yeah. You're not really a bad promo. Yeah, people didn't think he could talk. Like people think he, didn't think he'd be compelling, and he proved he proved all those things wrong. Like, like he proved that ultimately he proved either proved them wrong or he proved that they don't matter. Yeah, if we like you, because he was he's the he's the last guy I feel like that we're gonna have that's just one hundred percent. Like you know, there I, there are detractors of Daniel Bryan out there, but you know, them suckers, they, those people are suckers. Um. I feel like he's the last guy that actually like had he's going to be the last life. true babyface. Like they were actually looking for, they were looking for like somebody to actually reach a mainstream transcend, like transcend this type of thing, and like Daniel Bryan was actually the guy that they like they even though by happenstance they never they never saw it, but like you look at it now. And that's the guy that they they, look, and they probably look at it now like and see all this money. stuff like <laughs> and saw all this stuff over the last um, couple of days from all the love online and ESPN picking up the story and, and thinking to themselves like wow we never thought this we never saw this for this guy and he turned out to be everything that we ever wanted out of some celebrity or sorry out of some uh, wrestler that we've ever had that we've had at this point in time in 2015 slash 16 and we had it we never realized what we had. Yep. Almost until it was too late. Um, I for me, what sticks out a couple of moments. Um, obviously, the championship ascension ceremony, where um, he pretty much uh, stole the show without saying a word, uh, and the crowd it was just unbearable. I need to watch that back. I watched um, it recently. Yeah, it's um, yeah, that crowd is that crowd is a bunch of jerks. They would not let Triple H get through with that thing at all. Thank you, Seattle. Thank you. Um, also, one one that kind of slipped under the radar. Uh, his promo with John Cena before SummerSlam 2013, the whole you know, the I sla- yeah, yeah, the slapping, yeah. like because you are not a wrestler, and it was just like, man, this is just on so many levels. Then it's arguably my favorite Daniel Bryan moment. You know, most people will point to WrestleMania 30, and we'll get to that in a moment. But I felt like I've never seen a wrestler. At a certain given time, like if we had to measure like the godlike control he had over a crowd, it's a slow motion yes chant. Um, after being in the Wyatt family, oh, yeah. the poorly, the, the, like we had no. I remember that day specifically because I had I had to work that day and I was shopping. Uh, you know, I was buying food for the week and it was like eight o'clock. Raw didn't start. I was gonna make it home later. You were filming me in on the phone and saying. Yeah, they brought this man out here and opened his segment and had him lose with the Wyatt family. This is bullshit. Like, you you were pissed. I was like, serious. Because <laughs> especially because it's like, at that time, 
this is like keep in mind this is fresh off of Kane or um Kane him having the Kane thing uh for, that being Wyatt yeah the Wyatt yeah Wyatt first feud was the Kane thing and it wasn't good and then you saw like his whole entire thing was just like he's having matches with a dude and just basically he's just going over him like he's just squashing dudes yeah and and a lot of black just all the black guys and then no that was Rusev. Nah, he fought. Oh yeah, yeah, he did fight Kofi. Being, being Kofi and yeah. R Truth, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, and then next thing you know, Happy Black History Month, everybody. <laughs> you, you, I guess we'll get to that for a minute. We'll later. get to that. Yeah. Okay. So, so then all, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, as the the you know the 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 storyline to pull him away from the title picture. Bray Wyatt is like, nah, man, that's not. This is whack. Like, <laughs> he's not. No, and I mean, we're and we're still having these same questions for for Wyatt two, three years later, right? Yeah. Um. And it just seemed like such a bad idea. It's like, like they didn't because they turned him heel. So <laughs> they'd rather have no champion and and have Daniel Bryan as a champion that like, like just prior to this. They point. They turned him heel, so it seemed like it was going to be a lo- like a slow burn thing. Like this is going to be like something that built towards. WrestleMania, I was like, no, nah, man, I don't want to see yeah. that shit at WrestleMania. Get it out of here. And they, they basically like in two weeks, they basically said, no, nah, we're, 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 we're cutting bait. Yeah, and we're gonna make this shit right. And then he turns on Wyatt in the cage, and it was like the come at me, bro thing. Yeah, he strips come at me, Brian. Yeah, come at me, Brian. I'll, I'll come at you, all right. And yeah. um, he strips the the Wyatt skin, as they said. Uh, and then you know he hopped on top of the cage, or no, he was uh, about to hit him with the knee. And it was just a super slow motion yes chant. I remember I had my living room set up different. I was on the edge of my seat. I have never seen something that just was like so like like he just exhibited control that I've never seen. He he's in like wrestling. he he's he's the only guy like of this you know in this era where you know and that felt like that was the split, night where it was such his a, such a split reaction between people of yeah he's a face but. And he's not, you know, everybody has dissenting opinions. Like he's like the closest thing to a to a universal cosign that man I think we'll ever see again. Like he is, he is a lot like Dusty Rose. In fact, like he is like the beloved babyface, and I don't think we'll ever like, get those don't like grow that on again. trees. Like, and you know, then moving forward to him not being in the Royal Rumbles, uh, 2014 oh, yeah. and 15. Uh, he, the Occupy Raw was also Occupy huge. Raw. Yes, the I want to talk about the Royal Rumble thing for a minute. Like he, the the, the Daniel Bryan thing altered at least three guys' legacies: Sheamus, Roman Reigns. Oh yeah, Sheamus got Sheamus is the is the worst example of this. Sheamus, yeah, Roman Reigns, and Batista. Like for all we know, Batista was supposed to come back, win the Royal Rumble like he did, be beloved. Win the title at WrestleMania and then, you know, go on whatever with the movies and all that. Daniel Bryan, the love for people have for Daniel Bryan and that they continue to have, you know, so this year, it just it just wouldn't die. And no matter how much they tried to blow it out and kill it, they just couldn't. Like until, you know. Um We found out he shouldn't be here, they figured out he shouldn't be wrestling anymore. Yeah. You know, um, apparently he was, uh, they did the um, the ESPN interview with him. Apparently, yes. Apparently he was hiding the fact that he was having seizures after concussions and stuff. Yeah. Like, like I now at this point, it's like, I'm, you know, now that, 
I'm just happy that he's done with this. And the same thing with with uh, with CM Punk when he uh, called it quits. It's just if you're just not happy and you're just not healthy and this is going to affect your future in an adverse way, just don't even do this no more, man. Like hopefully you stacked up enough money, but like this ain't this ain't where it's at, you know. For and, those guys at that size, almost not even that. Well, I, I guess you say that, but it's just not even. It's not. That's just not where it's at, man. Like. I don't, I don't want to see these dudes, even though they, you know, entertaining and whatever thing, and they're like people that I love to watch. Like I'd rather see them alive than mm-hmm. out here entertaining me and dead, you know, before posthumous. Yeah, I just I don't want no parts of that. Um, and I don't know, like my timeline, I had the the hottest of hot takes uh, on my timeline. I went like absolutely berserk. Uh, I was tweeting Joseph Maroon. Uh, I was just losing it pretty much. Um, I didn't. Daniel Bryan's been obviously. If it hasn't been clear, he's been my favorite wrestler of this era. Um, <clears throat> yeah, same here for me. Um, WrestleMania 30. Um, he wrestles two matches in one night. Mm-hmm. Um, defeats, he saved WrestleMania. He saved WrestleMania. Th- he saved a round number of WrestleMania. Uh, I feel like WWE is forever indebted to him for that. But <clears throat> he has a classic with Triple H early in the night. Takes the ass whooping post match, whatever. Does it again in the main event. Wins the title. Me and you up and down, jumping right there, saying, we did it. Yes, we changed WrestleMania. We changed WrestleMania. You know, like, we were jumping up and down just in sheer joy. Wait, um, are you sure that's it or was that 31 that we snapped off? No, like we snapped off at 30 because we were happy. 31, we were like, yes, we changed this shit. Like, we did it. Us. Um, yeah, us. We take credit for all the decision making done by WWE. Now, so, look, now sorry lost, about this Bray Wyatt stuff. Yeah, I uh, now I lost my mind when The Rock beat Cena at, at um, yes, you did at WrestleMania 28. Yes, in front of in, in public, in front of that. strangers. Yes. yes, complete strangers losing it. Well, I felt like there was some, there was some race stuff behind that, so that was like part of it. With, with those folks that was look, them folks that was at the bar talking that shit, I could just hear people, you know, like and, you know, I know they didn't want to see that guy win, you know, um, but then you know from there, Brian starts getting injured, and it, from that point on, it became the long running. When is Daniel Bryan coming back? When is he coming back? And he came back for 2015 and wrestled for. Just over four months or three months, um, and in that last three months, he had a raw ass casket match. He got fucked out the Royal Rumble, uh, which forever will like he'll Roman Reigns will always kind of be linked in some way to Daniel Bryan, no matter what comes of Roman Reigns. Yeah, because that ruined his career. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and it's ruined his career. Yeah, like and it's this going- Daniel Bryan thing has ruined Roman Reigns' career. Young career ruined it. Yeah. There's nothing that they can over. What can he possibly do to fix? He this? can never be beloved because we're never going to be like you. you He'll always you be. were you were second. You were you were the other guy. Best case scenario, he turns into John Cena. Best case scenario. I don't even know if that's possible at this rate. That's because, why I said best case. Scenario. Yeah, like as far as like you're the guy that shows up, kids cheer, adults and teens, and everybody else that aren't women boo the help boo you mercilessly. Um... But you draw so much attention that, like, you are a, you know, that you are still the focal point of the show. Like, that's his best case scenario. And there's a lot of extra rolls between that best yeah, case he's, scenario. He's got a lot of, you know, 
Um, like, like I said, Daniel Bryan had the Royal Rumble, you know, go crazy. He had the Royal Ass match with Roman Reigns. He had the tag match with Roman Reigns, the tag team turmoil. He, um, wrestled, um... The Ziggler match the night after. Yep, which, to me, I didn't watch anything after that, like, live. Like, I didn't see the Sheamus match live or the tag match. I had to go back later and watch it, but that's pretty much the last time I remember watching Daniel Bryan, like, was mm-hmm. the Raw after WrestleMania. And... It was Shane's debut and kicks them both kicks in, their face. in their faces. Um, <laughs> I'm back. Yeah, you look stupid. Very. <laughs> so like, and I don't know. I don't think Dan Wright necessarily lost anything, but he was he was always going to be our champion. He, he he never lost any of his titles. So in a way, Dan Bryan is always going to be the champion. Yeah, he never did lose his titles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, he was trained by Shawn Michaels. You know. <sighs> yeah, uh, but then you know his his injury became his story, and we were still invested in it. Uh, I don't know if Daniel Bryan will be listening to this podcast, uh, but I just want to thank Daniel Bryan for the memories, and I can pull it up and watch it on the WWE Network. Is you know anytime I want, I watch WrestleMania 30, uh, the match with Triple H on Monday. Um. I haven't gone back and watched a ton of stuff. Uh, I did post in the Wrestling Square Circle. Apparently, he wrestled Tanahashi in 2004. Uh-huh. Um, I'll watch that at a later date. Um, but I'm going to miss him a lot. And he was a part of all of my fantasy booking scenarios. Yeah. Pretty much from Money in the Bank 2014 on. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, I don't... Those guys don't grow on trees. They're not, you know, there, there's a lot of guys that are in WWE right now. There's your Finn Balors. There's your Sami Zayn's. There's your, you know, Kevin Owens. Like, those guys ain't Daniel Bryan, man. Like, Sami Zayn is close, but it's not, you know, it's not quite like, it doesn't quite, all, you know. Yeah, I get it. It doesn't quite curl, you know. <laughs> but, um yeah, it's just like for helping, like kickstart the idea in my head of you know wrestling journalism and you know. Thank Dan Bryan. Yeah, rest in peace. <laughs> since we since we're eulogizing the dude, as if everything's over. It is. Oh man, it is over. Like I mean, he's only thirty four years old. It's over. over. Look, okay, I okay, I do get it. Like he's not a basketball listen, player. Listen, like these I, guys wrestle to their like fifty. Like you know. Look, I do get it. Look, just like most pro athletes, um, you're known for doing something, and normally it's uh, it's a byproduct of your youth and athleticism, and you're done with it, and effectively for you know until from the time you decide to stop doing that until the time you die, the general consensus is, I'm sorry, the general public. Like you're more or less dead, and well, people, you, well, because, you get the Hall of Fame. No, the, in Hall, of, the Hall of Fame is pretty much like your your quote unquote uh, your funeral before you die. Yeah. Um, for your career, and you know, how'd you like the speech Monday? I liked it. Uh, uh <coughs> it was um, it was from the heart. Uh, you could tell it was off the just off the cuff. So I I. I enjoyed it. Um, I, I'm not in the business of, of like 
ranking the yeah, yeah, speeches. Yeah, I'm not going to do that either. So, uh, like, it's not something I never, th- ever even thought about. So, yeah, I, I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was really good and it was heartfelt and I appreciated it and I wanted to miss dude. So, um, but yeah, like, I kind of, you know, I, for me personally, I sort of already made peace with the fact that he was going to be more or less done just mm-hmm. based off of, you know, like, let's say, he had, let's say you know his brain was um, in better shape than he than than um, than those tests uh, turned out to be. In my mind, it's just a matter of time for you know something like that would happen again, and he would have been on the shelf again. So it's more or less like, all right, you need, if it's going to be this type of situation where your career, you're 34, you got to start looking forward towards your health and um, in uh, the the quality of life mm-hmm. on the back end because you're 34. I mean, you might be only halfway done with your life. Yep. <clears throat> so I'm, you know, hopefully, you know, everything ter- works out well for him in the future, and hopefully, I don't have to. We don't. We never hear anything bad about, um, you know, CTE. you know, CTE or any of the, you know, dementia or anything like that. Hopefully, we, you know, I mean, that's my wish for all these guys. Look, but, I you feel know, like if Mick Foley's okay. <laughs> Everybody got to be okay. I mean, that stuff come that stuff sets in at different t- points for different people, you yeah. know. So, but anyway, let's just. I guess it's time to just you know move on because you know we spent a half hour on it. It's, it's been. Uh, it's been. Uh, a, it's been. Uh, a, it's been uh, a, yeah, we're at twenty nine. Uh, so. <laughs> all right, so mark uh, that down because Sierra said uh, yeah, twenty nine. Yeah, twenty nine ten. Yeah, she said she want to have it because we've we've done this already. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> See you, damn Brian. But um, in other news in WWE uh, today, apparently during uh, you know Daniel Bryan's celebration, you know at the end there was a you know there was an incident. Um, oh, you know, as Daniel Bryan was ex- exiting, uh, he shook hands with the Dudley Boys who turned heel on Monday. Um, no one else on stage. He walks out. I'm, I figure he's talked to all these guys backstage, so you know why does he need to do all that? Damn, Brian or Vince McMahon starts to walk. You know, the McMahon walked towards the locker room. He is jerk, like kind of pulled, like and apparently it was Titus O'Neil. Mm-hmm. I noticed it, but I couldn't tell who pulled him. I noticed him. it too. Like I didn't know what it was for. Or I noticed it, but then I didn't think anything of it after the fact. I was exactly. Like, Whatever. Yeah, and then they go off air, and then we come out today, and, and Titus O'Neil has been suspended for possibly ninety days yeah. for unprofessional conduct. Yeah, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah, like you hear these stories about guys, um, like constantly, you know, wrestling each other or pulling or ribbing each other and doing all this stuff to each other's like property and playing these games on people. And you know, we've we've heard over over the years like stories about Vince like being partaking in these as well. He always want to be one of the guys. Like for example, one of the famous ones is um, they were in some bar. And the Legion of Doom gave, gave him the Doomsday device. Yep. Right? Um, I'm sorry, but I don't think they were spending 90 days. It's kind of weird. <laughs> um, especially given that, like, Vince didn't seem so upset about it. Like, everyone was kind of laughing. Uh, Lana did turn straight into the camera, though, if you can find the gift yeah, on absolutely. Twitter. Uh, so, it was I just, 90 days. I just want to know what justifies that. I don't, you know. He's possibly going to miss WrestleMania, you know, with the biggest, you know, pretty much event of the year, the check he's going to miss out on the feasibly. Weird, the weirdest thing for me is the fact that, you know, apparently he showed up 
to SmackDown that Tuesday and it was notified there about it, as opposed to y'all can tell me this like yeah, hearing about this, this yeah, it's, it's like some weird form of like passive aggressive, passive aggressive type of deal. So I, I you know, whatever, just um. You know, you know, but let's see what happens in his fu- with his future. I mean, it didn't like his prospects were that bright to begin with, but now, like, maybe, you know, he might be jobber status now. Hell, they might inadvertently make him a star off this shit. Uh, you no. know, with oh, the public unrest. Titus? No, yeah, no, look, no. the public unrest. Like, we stand with, hashtag, we stand with Titus. We stand um, with Titus. Yeah. You know, anytime you can suspend a black man in Black History Month, yeah. you got to do it. Look, you know, for some bullshit like this. Look, dude, a, a black man in his thirties out here, basically like putting his hands on a on a seventy year old white man that's rich. That's gonna go over well with the public, with the general public. <laughs> look, and then even, imagine trying to explain even, like even the culture was, of even ribbing, if, even if it was clearly nonviolent. Even like yeah, people shouldn't have touched him. Yeah, like what are you doing? Yeah, you, yeah. you shouldn't have touched him. Anybody he got what he deserved. Him. You know? Yeah. Oh, it's not about race. He just shouldn't have done it. I, I mean, I don't know how much race played into this at all either. Just like you don't know, but yeah, don't at know. the same time, you can't ignore it. Yeah, like to say that it was completely off the table. Who knows? Because that's a weird, that's a weird deal there with that suspicion. Like I, you know, ninety day and like the this is the thing for like he shows up and finally he's been not like he got a phone call or you know anything like that. That's just odd. Yeah, really odd. I don't really have anything else to say about that, but yeah, you know. um, free Titus. Um, so what happened on Raw this week? Uh, well, okay, yeah, so there's a there's a triple threat match. Coming. Raw was good this week. Think so? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Like okay, Kevin. I felt like it just moved kind of slow. I was oh, just, I don't know. No, it was moving kind of slow. You were like, well, oh my god, what's going to happen at the end? What's going to happen know, at the end? You know, wrap this shit you know, up. You know, you know, you know actually, uh, I'll, I'll say, I'll let you look at it. I actually had a note saved about um, probably like 8, 12 on Monday, thinking about like how he just announced it out the blue day he's retiring. He's going to show up today. I want you to read this out loud about the Daniel Bryan thing. What does it say there? If this is an angle for Bryan Undertaker, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah, it, it, it didn't work out, but uh, yeah. yeah. So um, look, That was like the best case scenario. Yeah. But anyway, um, you know, you know, you can't, you know, you can't always. I started seeing all them legitimate sports uh, media. That's why I thought like they finally get some mainstream attention. They love to, you know, but um, swerve, you know. (laughs) But anyway, um, yeah, man, like between the nine o'clock segment that was the high or the um, Miz TV slash the highlight reel, we've got to talk about the Miz lately. I know. Um, you had that. You had Kevin Owens versus Ziggler uh, again. That was also another good one. Um, I like how uh, he cheated too. Like he caught him yeah. off the bowling ball. Then while he was rolled up, yeah. he was rolled up. That's so smart. Um, let's see what else do we have? Uh, we the had the contract segment. signing. Yeah, the the contract signing. You had the the the, the another the other run in between. Uh, Lesnar and, and Ambrose. So why does Dean Ambrose just think it's okay to walk up to Brock Lesnar? He, they, they really must be playing this crazy man stuff with what him. Who's crazy? He don't know. Look, <sighs> is, is it like, 
are they just clearly just protecting Roman Reigns like with all this stuff? We'll see. Because I just feel like they're making the story about Ambrose and Brock, and then basically Reigns just they they just nudge his ass to the pay per view where well, he'll get the win. I think what they're trying to do is legitimize Ambrose. That's what I think they're doing. So by having him basically come face facing the monsters, it's what this was making him like. I mean, well, he got a last lab. You know, he had that man. He left that man land. It's been proven the only way to get the upper hand on Brock Lesnar is to hit him in the dick. <laughs> Apparently, well, I mean that man must have been watching tape of the Undertaker or something. Uh, so, yeah. um, the well, you know else? Ambrose don't 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 be following rules. Yeah, yeah, he's not really one for for following. Yeah, he don't be following rules. There are rules. Yeah, he don't be following WWE's rules. Yeah, exactly. You know, so that I, uh, you know, I, uh, I think. I think they've done pretty good, especially after he finished second in the Rumble. Uh-huh. Um, the Miz. Um, I got in a tiff with Stat Guy Greg last week of Cheap Heat. He's going to have to eat them words. Huh? He's going to he gonna have to eat them, yeah. Like, he didn't want no... Like, as did soon as I po- went back at him, podcast, he didn't want did none. Did the podcast last They week? went at him about it. No, did you hear the podcast last week, though? There's, yeah. 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 He basically like, yeah, he's my MVP of the week. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Oh, now you're talking about You think Banner would have been your MVP of the week uh, right. ever <laughs> as far as from Mike work? Those, oh, no. those of you guys that missed it, uh, he came out and disparaged the Miz right, at, right during his great promo about AJ Styles last week. Um, and talked about, you know, how this guy has been a champion or or how he's a bigger star than DiBiase, Scott Hall, and Vader. Or he, I forgot what it was. Like, I think he said he were better promos than those three. Or no, I said Miz is a better promo than all oh, those okay, guys. Gotcha, gotcha. I was like, what are you talking about? Miz is a better promo than all those guys. And he told me to go home. I'm drunk. Well, apparently I wasn't because other people were hopping on his head. Miz followed it up with another solid promo this week. Um, why can't the Miz just keep this shit going? Because ultimately what happens is he has to get in the ring and wrestle, and then that's where it all comes undone. Uh, for me, personally, if he can keep this going, um, if he can keep this going as far as um, trying to segue to get him get over other people, then... Like he didn't like he's worth his weight in gold. The issue with with what they've done with Miz recently is they've tried to actually get him over or like somebody over off the expense of him, and that's not really how it works. As far as um, he's not that kind of um legitimate. Like his job, like he needs to be the utility player where he getting other guys over. Um, and we all laugh at Miz. Like for example, when he showed up, um, like he's the heel in the Styles uh, What's it called? When he showed up, um, when Rock showed up the other day, yeah. he showed up in the limo, and all of a sudden Rock pulls up, and he's like, how dare you? Hey, hey, uh, park my car, Jabron, basically. Yeah. And also, the one time when, um, one of the times that uh, Jericho sh- came back, he's on multi, multi, you know, multi-media star, and Miz Former shows Former WWE up. champion. Yeah, and then Jericho basically cussed him off, same thing, like, you do stuff like that, where, like, Miz is clearly a geek, so you have to utilize the fact that he's a geek to get the show to like. That's what a real star looks like. Yeah, and and this is what your everyday WWE superstar looks like. Yes, we're gonna make our own guy look like shit. You know, but Miz is so good at it though. <laughs> I know Miz has proved to be gold at that. Gold, I tell you. Uh, I feel like he. I feel like he could take it all the way to being a challenger at a B level pay per view for the title. You know. Uh. 
I mean, you have, that means you have to give him the ring and have him win some. I mean, not really. I mean, you could just have him. Oh, I hate I'm about to say this, but you could have that man win money in the bank again. <laughs> nah, bro, we can't be having that. Oh man, I believe I just you, said that on there. You really, you really, you really want to do that, sir? Hey, it's better than Seamus. And that was a great line that he had. I can't look stupid stupid because I'm not Seamus. You know, that she, was awesome. Yeah, he lucky Seamus wasn't back there. That, Why? Because uh, Seamus is some kind of tough guy? Huh? <laughs> because Seamus is some kind of tough he's guy? tougher than Miz. How do we know that? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Look, there are stories about there about people uh, walking a dog with Seamus. That's true. <laughs> None was Miz, though. None was Miz. You know, nigga, nigga was humbled out there by uh, Yoshi Tatsu and uh, wasn't somebody wasn't else. Wasn't that Leslie over a blender? Yes, he didn't clean the blender. How dare you? Like, I, I just like to think that Yoshi just roundhoused him once in the fist, and, wow. you know, that was the end. But the... <laughs> Um, the AJ Styles Chris Jericho thing is getting better by the week. Um, supposedly on SmackDown they had a very good match. Didn't I, I? Didn't I read the spoilers? I don't remember who was the winner, so you know, please don't spoil do it for me anybody. Do you think that they're wasting it by having them have matches? Uh, they probably will fight at Fastlane, which will be the big kind of. But, like my thing is, they're making people watch SmackDown for AJ Styles. Uh, gotcha. Uh, and um, gotcha. like, and it's working because I want to watch SmackDown on Thursday. Uh, and SmackDown's yeah, I, been awesome. This I've year. actually missed SmackDown the last two of them, and I've actually been like, damn, I, I wish I had watched those. Like right. as normally when it used to be like, whatever. We might even start covering some SmackDown on here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look, keyword might. Um, the I'm bummed, but Daniel Bryan's gone, bro. Um, <laughs> let it go, man. Let man. just let it go. Uh, but Styles and Jericho, Jericho's going to be, you know, he's got added the edge back to his character that was kind of missing, where he's not a just a nostalgia act riding high with the fat belly. Uh, he's coming out there, you know, with it, you know, within the kayfabe terms, of course, he's coming out there with a legitimate excuse to have some type of an edge. Like he doesn't want to lose AJ Styles, who they're calling a redneck rookie. Can you yeah. believe that? Well, the only per- are they actually calling that for JBL real? JBL called them that on on commentary. Oh God, I thought that was only like something Miz was doing. Okay, all right, that's depressing. Yeah, jeez. Um, can they do anything right? Sometimes, sometimes, <clears throat> sometimes. I, I, you know, that one was just. See, my thing is this: you call him the that rookie, and then next year, what do you call him? So why would he even call him that? They're just gonna call why him why the redneck. They, why don't they just call him the, the why don't they just call him the pit bull like they've been calling him that? Like I don't and even that's not the greatest thing in the world, but it's better it's than It's better than the redneck yeah, rookie. Yeah. That's that's really bad. Um <laughs> Okay, um <coughs> it's been a little it's been a couple weeks and I've said that I feel like NXT takeover is gonna severely outshine WrestleMania. Okay. Um <clears throat> oh wait! Isn't there isn't there a takeover tomorrow? No. There's not going to be a takeover like soon before WrestleMania. Mm-mm. So when Carmella fights, it's uh, just was... a regular TV. Oh okay. Yeah, it's huh. a regular TV. That's tonight. That's tonight. I could have swore for some reason there was a takeover soon. Nope. 
The huh. next one's in Dallas, where Shinsuke Nakamura will be wrestling Sami Zayn in what I'm pretty sure will be the match of the weekend. Um, Hold up, bro. Hold up. What about Brock Lesnar Bray White? What about it? <laughs> I'm I, I just wanted to say that before. Oh, we need to talk about uh, how how to, how Bray Wyatt just kicked uh, Ryback's ass and then like went on a monologue for like five minutes without a microphone. What what did you make of this, James? Okay, so they're right now they're building Bray Wyatt um, again because he's been he's been beating. <laughs> Like they, he's been beating all these monsters, so he beat the hell out of Kane. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. They beat, yeah, like Tio. So <laughs> they, he beat recently. He beat. He's beating the hell out of Mark Henry, Kane, Big Show, and, Ryback. and now Ryback. And you see, like, okay, so all he's the fighting. boys gonna, you know, yeah. run at that at uh, get an eight man tag or something at uh, Fastlane. Maybe, or more likely is. You know, he's just going to show up and just screw Brock Lesnar in that little oh, yeah. more tenders Well, match. no, you know how they get down on Bray Wyatt. They'll have him wrestle in, in his storyline, then fuck up the other one. Like, yeah. they've done that several times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Elimination Chamber 2014, yeah. Shield versus the Wyatt. What does he do? He brings his fat body inside the Elimination Chamber to fuck down, or fuck John Cena. Yeah. Um, same thing at the Royal Rumble of that year. He beats Daniel Bryan in the opener. He shows his ass up in the third match. And uh, is like, hey, what's up, Cena? I'm here for you. Let's go. Yeah. You know. Um, <laughs> Did he do the same thing in um, Hell in the Cell when he when he showed up on um, Dean Ambrose? Dean Ambrose or no? Or Dean no, he was, remember, he wasn't on the pay-per-view famously right, that time. On TV. And then we were like, something's on deck. He's yep. about to fuck something up. And sure enough, they gave him like a month or two off. Yep. That's right. Okay. So they'll they'll bring his ass out there and, and make him work and, or make him go twice, yeah. you know, double paid. Boy, boy, it's a lit like big mama stove. <laughs> yeah, um, man, I, I'm just very, very. We'll see. I just very. That's very, very much a we'll see. Like, do we get to see like Heyman unleash on Wyatt? Like. That might, like... Of course not. If anything, we'll see, like, him get kidnapped or some shit like that. Oh, my gosh. And Brock's trying to save... Trying to get that man saved. (laughs) So he's a damsel in distress out here. Yeah, why not? Fat boy in distress, why not? Look, you know, if they would have tried to shoot with Undertaker, Undertaker would be like, just go ahead and kill him. Like... Oh, and then we left Paul Bearer buried alive in that concrete. Like, man, you, uh, you a liability. Yeah. You know... I'm tired of having to come save you, bro. Yep. We've done this for 20... We've done this for 15 years. <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. 15 years. Like, you done, you done turned on me. Like, I've never turned on you. Yeah. Yeah. Remember remember uh, the brawl room brawl when you hit that man in the head with the, with the fucking urn? Sideways. Oh, my God. You know. Give me the urn. What are you doing? Give me the urn. Like, you nah, know, I don't want I'll give you the urn inside your head. <laughs> I'm trying to win. Like... <laughs> God, I hated man. It kind of so much back then. God, I hated that Real man. heels. Real heels. Supposed to hate them. Oh, my gosh. Um, can we talk about Tamina's theme song? <laughs> Hold on. I can I can play it. You got you to gotta make... You got to chant, too. Hold on. You're falling into real dangerous territory over there, sir. No, I am not. Um... They're falling into dangerous territory. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, as I, I remember, I believe I called it something referring to, uh, it's like they, that's her music is just barefoot jungle shit. 
Um, yeah, not good. Make new music. The end. I have nothing else to say. But like, it's to me to snook up. I have nothing else to really Defeated Becky to. Lynch on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that's to legitimize them for their tag match. tag match. They about to beat the Did you see how how uh, how Naomi swung on Sasha? Man, when yeah, Naomi gave them beatdowns, them shits look real. You know, that that, far, that shot reminded me of when um, SummerSlam a couple years ago, when Nikki laid out Brie, mm-hmm. like, like one of those four, yeah, like, whoa, okay, I guess this is more than rap. Yeah, I remember when uh, Naomi drug Cameron in a World Star moment. Oh yeah, that was, that was And fantastic. it was like pretty much the same thing, like, Naomi's had a couple of those, like, I don't think any of the divas really want to mess with her, like, <laughs> in, in, a, in a shoot environment, you know. In a shoot environment, you know. That's a real woman, I, right I, there. I, I mean, well, yes, that is a, that is in fact a real woman. Yes, that you is. Know. Um. Anyway, uh, so what, what what else do you have on the docket, sir? Oh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Like, did you see the video I sent you of uh of um. In the red, white, and blue from the other day. On, yes, on God Facebook. bless America. Yeah, God bless America. Uh, yeah, very much. You know, if you guys, she are, she is very much of that. Nope, don't say no words, don't say no names. I'm just saying it. Uh, Serena, I was like, oh my lord. Uh, Naomi is very much of that same phylum of, of real woman. So and <laughs> just just yeah, just just um. What 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 wonder of the world are we on now? Uh, what was the last one in the world? Considered? The last one I heard was the ninth, and it was China. All right, so we yeah we um make some goddesses out here these days. Anyway, um, so what what else do you have on the docket? Uh, what else do you want to talk uh, about? Man? I guess Alberto Del Rio and uh, in, in Kalisto. Uh, Are they going to have a singles match or yes. have a tag match? Singles match for your U.S. title. Okay, did they um, win? I can't remember who Alberto won Del Rio won. pinned Kalisto. That's right. Okay. That's right. Um. Are we giving Del Rio the U.S. title back at Fastlane? They can't do that, man. It's like... Nah, like, they just... Nah, like, they figure... Like, it seems to me like they figured out how to get SmackDown going. And that involves Kalisto. So, he needs to have the belt. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Del Rio doesn't need that belt. He's Del Rio. We've seen him. We've, we've seen... We've, he's been we've a seen world the champion. Resume. Yeah, we've seen the resume. Like, he's a, he's already a WWE Hall of Famer by, yeah. like, based off of what he's done over the last five years. Like, we don't... He doesn't need a secondary belt. He's fine. We he just needs. He just need a. Uh, you know, get away from the legal losers and turn babyface. Yeah, or something like he. Um, I think a lot of that is uh, Sheamus is gone. So like they're they're so mid card now already. Like they are so. Yeeks. They are so middle of the row already. Like like can, can you look at a bigger waste of money than Rusev and Del Rio? Like as a. Like those two guys, like attacking? No, not a attack. Not them. Just those two guys. Like, how much money could they be making with Rusev right now? Um, based based on the how thing, they I, built them up. That's the thing. I don't think they want to make money with them. I think they're still mad. They're still like taking it out on that all. Like all of this Lana heat is going toward is affecting him. Um, I would, I would say that they could be doing other stuff. I I feel like they separately. Yeah, Del like Rusev and Del Rio could be doing more interesting and compelling thing and better work separately than being involved in this. Uh, the league, oh, the league of nations. Oh, the same thing for um, for if he was healthy, Barrett. Uh-huh. Like I don't know why they'll just br- just bring back bad news Barrett right now. I'll let him talk shit. Yep. 
Kill, he, go, he, he should, kill five minutes right there. Go. He should be the thing. one doing all the talking for the League of Nations. Yeah, he probably should. Yeah. Um, we had the Dudley Boys turn heel, and who cares news um, of the <laughs> of the week. See, my thing is this now. Like, so who is next for New Day? Enzo Amore and Big Cass. Think so? I th- think these guys are on the verge of being called up. There's nothing left for them to do. Are in they? Were they on SmackDown this week? I think they were in the dark match. Ah, if I'm not mistaken. But my, I still it'll don't. Give the, it'll give the USO something to do. <coughs> Excuse me, to take them away from you know getting whooped by the new day. All right, the time. That's, and that's fine for me because then like now the USOs will finally get cheered. Yeah, uh, no, I'm not sure. At least, the at, least boys. We, at least we hope. Oh no, yeah, people will cheer the Dudley Boys. Yeah, so it's already happening. Oh, it is. Yeah. And why? I don't know. Neither man is a good wrestler. Bubba Ray is a half-decent promo. Devon has one word that he's ever said um, that really matters. Excuse me, two. One of them being, what's up? <laughs> um, Testifying, what's up? Yep. I, if you can uh, name another Devon Dudley line, you know, you let me know. Um, no. You know, I feel like these guys are... They're, they're, they came out and cut a promo saying they were, like, sick of hearing about Daniel Bryan or something like that on SmackDown and the spoilers. Uh-huh. And they're not a nostalgia act, so what does that mean? You're a nostalgia act. If you're coming up <laughs> using that as the heat heat uh, source of your promo. Uh, you know, it's being written for them, but, you know, they shouldn't be beating the Usos. Like, y'all need to come out here and lay it down, you know. Usos going to be Hall of Famers just like y'all going to be. I mean, we'll see. Day. Like... Okay, so can you tell I've never really been a fan of the Dudley Boys? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can tell. Um, even wrong. Like, I wasn't like the biggest. Like, back when I first watched them in the ECW, when they're out here wearing like in uh, Bubba Ray's wearing a Confederate flag shit. Like, I wasn't exactly the biggest fan of Bubba Ray either. Yeah. Um, now, how the fuck are they brothers? Like, no. yeah, they that too. Um, but like that, that's I that, know the storyline. That, everybody, that's the heat. That's yeah. the heat, right? Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Just, I never, um, I don't, how long is their contract? No idea. Are they around for more than a year? Mm, if they wrapped up at WrestleMania, I wouldn't be surprised. That sounds like it would be a nice clean break. Just be like, you know, but we really don't need y'all for more than this. Because my thing is, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, what are they going to do with New Day at WrestleMania? It might be they might end up being on the pre-show again. That would be a travesty. I think so, yeah. Um, since it is Black History Month, um, <laughs> what? where did that come from? Okay, go ahead. Well, since New Day. You know, I, I wanted to talk about uh, New know. Day. The race transition. Like, what? <laughs> awesome, <laughs> awesome radio. Like, that's what you just did. I was like, where did that come from? Awesome All radio. Right. Um, like like you mentioned, New Day at WrestleMania, if they're not in a featured attraction match, uh-huh. it should be considered a travesty. And you mean like if they're not one of the, one of those big four matches? No, they they can have something with a celebrity. They can do something with the Rock. They don't have to have a match. They have to have a, a segment like at WrestleMania. Okay, that's not the pre-show. You know. Oh, in addition, you know, you can add the tag titles in if you want. I don't really care about the belts. Like, these guys have to be featured. They're bigger than the belts. Yeah. Um, These guys have to be featured or taken away from those belts. If you want to roll the dice, can one of these guys win the money in the bank this year? You know, they won't do it, but... 
I mean, if they if some, it, they'll put Kofi in the match. Yeah, they'll put him in. The match. Are we any closer to a black WWE World Heavyweight Champion, James? Compared it, to what? It, compared to one year ago at this time. <laughs> <sighs> Paul Cruz is in the pipeline. Uh, who's struggling mightily uh, at the moment with his promos and who they're going to be making him wrestle and lose to, um, or oh, who he, he's lost to. A year ago, let's see. In Jane, okay. Uh, I would say yes because the New Day is far more over than they were a year ago, and that's the only reason why I say yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Does that mean that, like, it's a legitimate thing that in the next year we could actually see a uh, black WWE champion? Um, I don't think the groundwork has been done enough uh, yet. Um, this is the same company that put this, the title on Sheamus for no fucking reason at all, I might add. No, 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 no don't get me wrong. Like, we, that's one thing we talk about. Like, there have been, uh, I think, uh, 46 different WWE champions. Yep. Um... And I was talking to somebody about this, and they were talking about, like, um, they were asking, it was an online thing, I was looking at it, and it was a question of, if there was a WWE, uh, if there was one question you could ask Vince, what would it be? Mm-hmm. I said, um, okay, 46 champions, only one has ever been black, why? And uh, a guy asked me, well, is it fair to ask that question when there haven't been like so who's been like necessarily been deserving of being a champion? And I was like, my better question would be um, how many of those forty six actually were deserving? Because mm. there's been a lot like Kane was champion for a day. Uh, Del Rio won the title way before he was kind of like ready. Del Rio, yeah, Del Rio won the belt when he was <laughs> never ever the top guy. Uh, Miz, Miz, yeah, Miz been champion. Um, Bob Backlund. They made Bob Backlund champion in 1994. Um, you know, so there's a bunch of that kind of stuff, right? So, and there's never been a situation where, like, oh, we'll have this ridiculous, wacky idea of a transitional champion or a mo- or make a mockery of the belt. Hey, we're going to make a mockery of the belt. Hey, let's, let's even just give it out to, to you know, this that guy. Oh, he's black? Nah, never mind that. No way. Like, it's never, for some reason, like, it never becomes an option. And it's not a thing of, um, it's not a thing of necessarily deserving. It's like, you look at it just as far as guys that are around, uh-huh. and just because, just, just by virtue of being around, like, that guy was a champion, there's never been a situation where that's ever happened, even happened for a black guy. Yeah. But it's happened for a bunch of white, and then happened for a bunch <laughs> of white guys. Lots of them. A bunch of them over the years, over the decades. <laughs> so, and so that's like what we talk about when we talk about opportunity. We're not talking about like, if there was another rock, of course that guy's going to be champion. Fuck out of here. It's, yeah. the, it's, it's another rock, right? There's yeah. only ever been one of the, or there's only been like, you know, a transcendent superstar, right? There's only been what? How many guys in the history of this business have there been like the trend, like the actual what? Austin would be somebody you can Austin, classify as a rock type, right? Austin, Flair, Hogan, Rock, Hogan. Yeah, Hogan. sorry, Hogan and Flair. So that's four in like the last thirty years, right? That's four guys, right? <laughs> Pretty much. You only right. have four guys in the last three years. In Cena, like he's getting there. He's never. I, he's never. Yeah, he's like level. a. He's like a level underneath them. He's he's like the John Stockton type. Like he was never. Like <laughs> he was like he was never as good as like say per se. Um, uh, he was never as good as as uh, Isaiah Thomas, or he was never as good as a uh, Gary Payton. But the fact that he was around and he had and he was at 
a particular level for 20 years or nearly 20 years or whatever, like that's what makes him so like Stockton is so valuable as far as a career ranking thing. He's uh-huh. like, but he's just not those guys, and, that, and there's no shame in that. Yeah, I would say more like Jason Kidd rather than 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 a Joe <coughs> Stockton, but. Well, uh, uh, Stockton, I mean, Stockton on most people's list would be higher than Kid, though, don't you think? Really? A lot of people have him higher than A lot of people are wrong. I agree. (laughs) I was there. I I agree. But that's how a lot of people feel. Because, you know, like the assist, you know, all-time assists, all-time skills. When the is John Stockton the best best player on the NBA final team? Two (laughs) two final teams. That's true. (laughs) Oh, man, but that's another comment for another day. I mean, Um, there's a bunch, I mean. Hell, we might we might as well shoot a uh, double podcast today, turn this bitch off, and talk about basketball. Especially since we're talking about, uh, you told me ESPN has LeBron ranked as their third best basketball player of all time yes. already. And yes, what's this year, number two. This is year 13 for LeBron, isn't it? Yes, yes. I thought he would get there eventually, not a year 13. And Kobe Bryant, you know, his 20th year in the lead, number 12, which is an outrage. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we're going to wrap it up uh, for this week on One Nation Radio. Uh, we're just past the 60-minute mark. It's a good place to stop. Yeah. Um, we actually did attend, uh, quickly, we attended Shine 32. Yes, we did. Uh, yeah. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, we saw we saw Allison K take on Sue Young. Mm-hmm. Good match. Yeah. Uh, we saw Taylor Mae retain her title through bullshit. Yeah. Um. Um, the the the, squ- the super long squash match. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh. Yeah. What they, was her name? That's basically like setting up the feud for Havoc. Yeah, Havoc versus um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Sierra would know. It's all light skin chick, curly hair. Was she light skin or was she another ethnicity? I think she was. Uh, actually, hold on. I'll have her name in one moment if you if you keep <laughs> it going. I guess I just got to fill time. Yep. Okay. So, um. Personally, for me, I thought the best match of Vanessa the Craven. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she they made her like a monster uh, fighting that poor girl. Yeah, like she, like I don't know how much those girls make, but it ain't enough. God, yeah, for that, that asshole, was. But she took good that was, lord. That was as close to a shoot as you gonna see. She hit her so hard. <laughs> it was so, it was so <laughs> mean. It was so mean. Hard she was getting hit, but I mean, I. I I don't really have much out that. I mean, it's a it's a good show. I'll, I'll continue going to yeah. these, to, to 3D shines. I enjoy. Like I wished. Um, I wish I had seen. Um, uh, the gun show. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. I wish Madison Eagles was still there. Was there. Um, I also wish that. Uh, <clears throat> oh, I'm blanking her name. I want to know what happened um, in between the few between. Um, Me and Yim. In in Leva, yeah, yeah, yep. um, yeah. you know, for those that watch NXT, the Blue Pants, which is on the Indies, yeah. um, she was in a tag team that got dissolved um, a couple months ago. When and, Jade of TNA, yeah, and they in the next pay per view, like it broke, they broke about a pay per view, and then their next pay per view, they're not even playing each other, and she's not even there for what I saw. So yeah. and Jade's not even there for what I saw. So that was odd, but you know, um, hopefully things work out. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah, shout out to uh, to uh, Andre uh, Andrea the Amazon. Yes, Amazon Andrea. Four matches managed. 
Yeah. Like, she was out there all night. Yeah. yeah. Dribbling up. All night. I appreciate her being out there all night. Yep. Uh, see you on all weekend. <laughs> and hello to SoCal Val. Um, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, shout out to SoCal Val. She's, uh, she's cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh. That's going in the yeah, show. Yeah, we're uh, we yeah. going to wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk more off air. Make sure you guys uh, follow us on Twitter at One Nation Radio, uh, at Rich Ladder 32, at James Boy ONR, James Boy 87, which whatever one you feel like following. Yeah. Um, shout out to socialsuplex.com, uh, Jeremy. Uh, shout out to our new writers, Sharon Watson and, uh, excuse me, Sharon Watson and Simon Cotton. Uh, and what's up to Sierra as always? And we're going to get up out of here. Um, it's the BWB. I just had to get up out of here. But uh, this is One Nation Radio. You're right. It is the BWB. Yeah. Yeah. The you BWB. know, we, we, we take it, it over. It's the BWB and it's also about these BWB. So, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's about BWB. I'm sorry. BWB. I'm tripping. I'm tripping my mind. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is One Nation Radio. Later. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc what's so special about hero Bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co